I am Bill Cartwright with Living Right with Bill Cartwright. And this is the Stress Mastery Podcast, where we take you from the science to the spirituality of stress mastery. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Stress Mastery Podcast. I am your host, Bill Cartwright, and I am here with the super millennial David Barreto giving us the Millennial Perspective. How you doing, Big Dave? How's everything rolling? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Recovering from the pool. Yeah, so you had a yeah, you had a you had a long July 4th pool time, didn't you? Yes, I did. Me and my dog Marley are out of it today. <laughs> How's Marley doing? He hasn't woke up. He wakes up, goes right back to sleep, and does it over and over. So David's dog played in a pool, literally played in a pool for about 10 hours straight. Yeah. I mean, that never stopped and, and really had a good time. He played with the kids and everything else. But boy, that dog never stopped. Not for a moment. No, he is so good. yeah, <laughs> he had a good time. So this week, our topic is freedom. In today's Meeting of the Minds, we are discussing freedom from desire. So before we get started, Big Dave, what you got going on? Yeah, I want to... Uh... Give you guys an update. The landing page for the Rise Up and Shift event at Unity Village, the whole experience is live. So the landing page is there. If you go down below and click the link, you can go there. It's going to give you an idea of what to expect and what will be happening during the event. There will be an agenda of what's going on, what there is to see. And it's the place where you'll go to constantly get updates as we go. We have all the guest speakers that will be a part of the event myself uh peggy and a few others will be speaking and it's an event for everybody on every different level who's looking to make a shift i know a lot of people are always concerned about going to certain events and not worry uh, and are worried about is this the right event for me and the answer is yes everybody is the right time for this event and i think that's the big part that i want to emphasize when we talk about this because peggy has done a great job at making sure that the stuff that you are learning at the event, you'll be able to apply there at that weekend before you leave. And that's the whole experience part. Not only is the Unity Village something incredible to kind of be a part of, but the experience that she has set out. So that event is September 22nd to the 25th. And we do have tickets available now. We do have Early Bird on the website. So uh, when are we doing the mail out through our mailing list? When is that? I'll be doing out this out? weekend, coming up. Okay, all right. So we look out for that email, guys. And listen, I am excited. If you have questions, any questions, hit us up with the questions, and we'll answer them the best that we can. Um, I expect it to be a very um, inclusive event yeah. because it's going to be really designed for you as the individual. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited for it. So this week, Dave, our topic is freedom. And today we're going to talk on freedom from desire. So if we look at freedom, freedom is the power to act, speak, or think as one wants. Now understand the ego's base energy is desire attached to the four wants. So if we happen to be stuck in the want to control, the need to defend or attack our viewpoint, we lose freedom. If we're stuck in the want of security, hesitant, anxious, stuck in any of those five restrictions we talk about, we lose freedom. If we are stuck in the want to belong, this need to be part of something, we lose freedom. Yeah. 
if we are stuck in the want of approval, need to be seen, the need to win, the need to show someone who we are, we lose freedom. Freedom is the power to act, speak, or think as one wants. Yet, if the ego has conscious mind control, we lose our power of will and we act, speak, and think according to the programs and the identity that was set for us as children. And this is not freedom. So is your understanding of how I'm going to bring this across for freedom? Because you kind of were in your episode was very similar. What do you think about this? Yeah, I think the, the moment you have attachment to any one of those things, I know a lot of people are like, well, I have freedom because of this, but they're attached to having to work 40 hours or doing a certain thing. That, do you really have freedom? And like you said, any attached or belonging to any of those wants, do you really have it? That's what we want to talk about today. So true freedom is will connected to intention. It's driving behavior toward what we truly desire connected to our creation mind, the heart, our purpose, our core values, and the superconscious mind. Behavior driven to advance the soul. So freedom from desire should be distinguished from necessity. So what do I mean by that is when one is hungry, one should eat. When one is thirsty, one should drink. When one is fatigued, one should sleep. These are absolute necessities, not classified as wants or desires. We need these to survive. Desire is wants in the form of longing for things which are not necessary for the maintenance of the body. These desires we long for, we believe, will bring us happiness. So when we are exercising the higher goal-setting process, it always begins with wants. You've got to know what you want or what you believe you want. It's moving the wants out of the subconscious darkness and bringing them to the light. And then it's about moving to desire. Desire is the spark. It's where you set your plan. It's the desire. This is the thing This really, this is what I want. This is what I desire. But then the third part of higher goal setting is to move this all into intention, which is what sets the will. Now, in this process, there are actually two kinds of desires. There's catabolic and there's anabolic. Catabolic desires are wants, things we think we want. These catabolic desires are driven by the ego and are destructive in nature. For example, we want a new car because our brother-in-law just got a new one and he thinks he's better than I am. Catabolic desires are tied to the magnetic desire connected to internal models that become unconscious rivals. This is why it's so important in a higher goal-setting process to get the wants out. But then there's anabolic desires. These are desires connected to head, heart, and hand, connected to purpose. These are the sparks that we talk about. These desires are constructive, helpful, necessary for health, or moving one toward joy and fulfillment, that 540 joy energy. Catabolic desires, wants, are destructive as they stem from the state of restriction, base energy fear, and understand the vibration of fear creates the potential. So what you are anxious about, such as the want of security, what you worry about, 
manifests. While anabolic desires are constructive as they stem from a state of expansion, base energy courage. This vibration, when tied to intention, drives behavior and integrity and puts out an energy that brings everything and everyone that is needed to manifest what you desire. So catabolic energy is driven by the red zone energies, which are destructive to the body and mind and life journey. Anabolic energy is driven is about growth in energy, raising the habitual state, strengthening the body, enhancing the brain, sharpening focus. It is this energy where we are able to find true freedom. So do you understand the difference between these? Because that's why the goal setting process is so important that we start with the wants. Because is this a catabolic want or is it an anabolic want? Is this a true desire or is it something that you are stuck in magmatic desire? Your thoughts, David? Yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting because when I first noticed this was um, when I was working back at Best Buy, uh, I had a really negative thought process about being at Best Buy because I thought I needed to be an entrepreneur in order to inspire people and stuff like that. And I became real negative at that job, missing the fact that I can still be inspirational to people around me. And I realized that the want was just to get a new job. It wasn't about inspiring people because I could do that wherever. I realized that the catabolic was just get a new job so I think I have freedom versus being able to inspire people at all times, no matter where it was. And that, when I changed that mindset, I was able to leave Best Buy. I was able to get, you know, work full-time doing this. But when I had that negative mindset, it kept on holding me back. And me and you went through it and realized that I had a very wrong story about being an entrepreneur and inspiring people because I didn't fully understand the want or desire to it. And that's, uh, and that's something at the event, at the Rise Up and Shift event, we'll explore that with you because it, it's a uh, magnetic desire is very unconscious. It, it, people don't even know they're in it, that it happens. And it happens in cases that if you look at it rationally, you'll say, well, that's not true. Wait a minute. It is true. You know, because if you're honest, it's, it really is. So we're talking on letting go of desire and really letting go of desire is a process of developing awareness. Most people have no idea, just like I said, they're stuck in desire or want. It seems natural to want things, to want more, to want better. It seems natural to want perfect relationships, to want a better body, to want more money, even to want a spiritual enlightenment. It seems like a natural process. And all of this want seems natural because of the simple fact we are told what we want. We are told we want a perfect body. We are told we want hallmark relationships. We are told we want to be rich. We are told we want to be happy. So much want, so little time. Can you begin to see how desire and want actually steals your freedom? Are you see it starting to see how this picture unfolds? Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, the interesting one is my health journey has been one because I was, was told I need to lose weight, but I didn't understand why. I was always told you need to get in better shape. Don't know why. And now for me, you know, just being tired to me is not being 
you know, optimal anymore. I start to feel the difference between having energy and doing stuff like that. But that was something for me to discover because I was never told that. It, I was just told you need to look a certain way or feel a certain way or do a certain thing because that's the right thing to do. Yes. And it's very, and that's society. People were all programmed into society. That's one thing every human being has in common. We're all programmed. Yeah. And when we want anything, when you desire something, you affirm the belief that there is lack in your life. So here's the big challenge behind this belief of lack. The human being is hardwired for behavior. Behavior is dictated by what is held in mind. What is held in mind sets your perception. Your perception sets your reality. Your reality is set in perceptional blindness. So you only see through the lens of your perception. And this moves your focus to look for evidence to affirm the perception or the belief of lack. See, in that state, in that reality, in that perception, you cannot see prosperity. You only see evidence of lack and more lack. And this keeps you in want and you get more want. As long as you want, you affirm the belief of lack and you lose freedom. You're always stuck. It's like a dog chasing its tail. It's not catching its tail. Yeah. You know? So it's important to become aware and to really begin noticing the lack program. And when this lack program activates, for instance, if you tell yourself, I don't have enough money, you will notice all of the different things you want to do in life that you cannot afford. That's what will be coming to you in your life. Yeah. If See, I've received several emails, I don't know if you have, from listeners who want to attend the Rise Up and Shift event in September. And they tell me how bad they really want to attend it, but they can't afford it. Well, this is a big mistake because what if this is the one event that changed the course of your entire life? What if this event moved your habitual state and wealth and health and connection came pouring into your life? What if? Well, you will never know. See, there is a reason you get that spark to do something. When you got that spark, the ego will find an excuse why you can't do it. Because that's the ego survival. The ego doesn't want you to have the spark because the spark isn't coming from the head. It's coming from the heart. And to move out of your current reality, here's the truth, people, everybody listening. To move out of your current reality, you must invest in yourself. You must invest money. You must invest time. And you must invest energy. There's no other way to change anything. You can wish. You can pray, you can do affirmations, you could do all this until you change you. Your reality has to match your identity. Identity and reality are interchangeable. They cannot be separated. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, I think you're, you're 100% right. I think a lot of people, especially uh, you see that millennials will spend, spend, spend. I mean, the clothes, the cars. Social media, all everything you see, they spend, but the the lack of investment is the big part that I think is missing. Is that people will spend and not understand the difference between investing in themselves 
and really looking at it at the long return of things because, you know, buying new clothes will get you instant compliments. Getting a new car will get you looked at quicker. But the investment of themselves, what it does for you, all that stuff is outwards. But the investment becomes into you. And that's the stuff that really, you know, takes you to that next level. And it's so important to understand investment between investment and spending. And it's very important also to understand between a want and a desire. Really, I know it sounds like they're the same thing. If you want to come to the event just because you want to be part of it and belong to something, that's not the reason to go to the event. If you want to go to the event because something's telling you inside that you should go to that event, you need to find a way to get to the event. Yeah. And we do have people that have figured out this, who, who are figuring out their budgets and everything else to do it. You know, so that's understanding because when we lose freedom, we basically lose conscious mind control. So in other words, when we turn our will over to the eagle in want, we are complaining about something. In want, you don't feel deserving. In want, you struggle with what is. In want, you are frustrated, angry, and you move to justify why you don't have what you want. Not enough time, bad genetics, poor parenting, times are hard, I'm not smart enough, I have no money, my partner doesn't understand me, no one supports my dreams. The list is endless, people. It's endless. So when we look at the state of desire, we can actually see how what we want and what we get is not actually what we want. Okay, so let me explain. If one is stuck in a habitual state of low red zone energy, their behavior is driven by the 50 apathy energy, the base of the low red zone energies in can't. Their perception is set in can't. The reality is can't. In this state, they cannot see other avenues or possibilities. Now, if one is stuck in the habitual state of mid-red zone energy, their behavior is driven by 100 fear, the base energy of the mid-red mid zone energies. Now, they act in anxiety, worry, doubt, and they act in avoidance. In this state, the fear vibration creates the potential of the fear held. This supports their perception of their reality in this particular habitual state. They are trapped in their comfort zone and they will seek out anything to confirm their fear. They fear illness, they bring in illness. They fear lack, they bring in lack. They fear conflict, they bring in conflict. Now, let us address today's topic. If one is stuck in a habitual state of high red zone energy, their behavior is driven by 125 desire, the base energy of high red zone. In desire, their, perce their perception is in anticipation and expectation. They are demanding, driven, and they push through frustration, driven to get what they want. And this all sounds wonderful. It sounds like the recipe taught by the success gurus on how to get what you want. Yet, it's one of the biggest traps the human being can find themselves in. This trap is set by the individual believing that if they get what they want, they will attain fulfillment and happiness. But in the habitual state of high red zone, 
This is impossible. Because the perception is set in want, your reality is set in want, so you may get, but you will never get out of want. It's the hamster on the treadmill spinning its wheel, going nowhere. See, for the individual stuck on the desire wheel, they lose their freedom. If they get what they want, they now must maintain the get. And because they are stuck in want, they must go off onto the next adventure that they, so that next want that'll bring them happiness. So they have that big career move and deal, uh, the next big payday, the next new diet, the next relationship, the next guru, spiritual solution to make them happy. You see, the high red zone habitual state is driven in force. It moves the individual in 125 desire, and this is this is moving them from wanting to frustration, driving them into anger, becoming aggressive and getting what they want, annoyed with anything they perceive as blocking their want, becoming rather harsh and moving them into 175 pride where they are righteous, opinionated, and even smug as they justify their actions. And all of this, David, brings on a loss of freedom. Freedom is the state of not being imprisoned. Desire is the state of being imprisoned by the mind, by the ego. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's it's interesting how those uh, people, me and my friend, we call them want specialists. They seem to always get what they want, but every want locks them in further and further. The car, the house, you know, the relationships, all these things. And those wants are actually pulling them further from that freedom, from that happiness, that everybody, that hole that they're trying to fill. It's all these wants because you got so good at just getting the wants, you know, but you don't understand why you wanted it in the first place or what you actually need. And I think that's the huge difference that most people don't even realize that when they purchase a car or they get in a certain relationship or they buy a house, do whatever the case is, that they want it because they think it'll bring something. That story that's attached to it. Every time. And then when you get it and it doesn't, you feel like you have to do something else, but you still have to maintain that want. And that's why exactly that whole further and further. And some of the most successful people that have everything they ever wanted are so unhappy because they don't understand why. Because they got to maintain the get. Yeah. <laughs> they get to, you know, and people don't really get it. You know, they really don't understand that this happens. It happened to me. So I know. Yeah. I know exactly how it happened to me. So let's talk about it. Flipping the switch and truly becoming free begins with self retrospection. It really does. If you want to, you want to really look deep within where you are. What is your habitual state? And this must be done honestly. Because it doesn't matter where you are right now. Because the moment you see it, you're no longer there. That's what people have to understand. So moving from desire takes discipline to simply slow down and begin the process of the shift. Yet, people confuse discipline with focus. There are aspects in life where people can focus on because they're drawn to it. For instance... We both know bodybuilders who are uber disciplined in their training, dieting, and contest prep, but have zero discipline at work or in their relationships. 
They can go without missing a workout or cheating on their diet, but they cannot even clean up their environment or stay on task at work. They have discipline in what they enjoy, but zero focus in life. If you don't have focus in life, you can't have freedom. Thus, they exist in that lower habitual states, but they look great. Now, this also plays out in the business world. The businessman has uber discipline in building their company and getting projects done at work, but they have zero discipline in their health. They become addicted to different substances and they have a large bank account, but they still exist in lower habitual states. Freedom is focus. This is the reason we focus on the five life categories. This is a must if you want to attain the state of freedom. And what are you focusing on? Very simple. You're focusing on your behavior. So you just simply take each life category and match it to your reality. And this will be an honest reveal of your behavior. Career. Does your work excite you? What does your reality say? Do you complain about your job? How's your job? Do you hate going to work? Are you, thank God it's Friday. Oh shit, it's Monday. Is it, because that's going to be revealed. What does your reality say? Finance. Are you in prosperity consciousness? What does your reality tell you? What is the truth? Health. Are you healthy? What does your reality tell you? If you're overweight, why? If you're tired, why? You have to see what your reality reveals because your reality is revealed through your behavior. Relationships. Are you satisfied and happy in your relationships? What does your reality tell you? Make no mistake in the relationship category. You are the determining factor of a relationship, not the other person. And so what does your reality tell you? And in personal development, are you fulfilled? Are you a happy, joyful person? You have a happy life. What does your reality tell you? This is the process of finding freedom because it's your behavior, your habitual state that steals freedom because freedom can only be attained in the now, finding the now. Freedom is not found in the future after you get, you attain this or that. Freedom is letting go. Freedom is being in all experiences. Freedom is never found in judgment. Freedom is attained in awareness. So I want to go now and get your thoughts because I want to get a millennial perspective or a younger version of this because anybody who has gone through the journey that I've gone through has learned these lessons mostly the hard way. You don't have to learn the hard way once you have awareness that they are there, but you have to learn them and you can only learn through experience. You only get experience through being aware of the experience. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think uh, when when I first started talking about millennials, we were a lot younger. This five years ago. Now, we've made some of those hard experiences. And I think the big thing to kind of uh, start to put together when we we're having this conversation, as far as with millennials, is that um, it's the process that you're going through now. I think that's the big thing. Is for me overweight. Sure. Now I'm in the process, you know, relationship. Was I in the best relationships when I started? No. 
now in the process. All these things, I think, are the awareness of understanding where you want to be. And I know it's funny when we use wants and things like that, but I think having that vision and that understanding and asking yourself, are you in that process? Because I think a lot of people are saying, well, I'm not where I should be. Are you in the process of it? Yeah. It's more important than anything of it because you're not going to be there already. If not, we wouldn't be having this conversation, you know? So I think understanding the process and being aware of what process you need to be in in order to get what you really desire and not what you think you want is so important. That's why it's so important to understand a lot, a lot of the things that we teach. You got to know your habitual state. You got to know where am I? Where am I stuck? Because the moment you can see it, you're no longer there, and you can move through yeah. it. And I, on Sundays, set up Sunday, I talked about the the wave of humanity and the change humanity is going yeah. through. And this is what makes stress mastery very unique in what we teach, because everything we teach is tied to the Homo sapiens. So I talked on Sunday about the third wave of humanity, what we're going through. And this is the wave since we became Homo sapiens. So the human being had a process to become a Homo sapien, the, the human being we are today. And so that first wave of humanity, the first wave of change is when we went from gathered hunters to become farmers and the agriculture age came. People must understand it was 200,000 years of the body, the brain, and the mind adapting to living in small tribes, being on the move in the savanna, having to survive through connection with others, and developing our operation and our functionability as being a human being. The moment we moved from there in that first wave to become farmers, and we started to come into communities, Everything started to change for the human being and humanity because no longer were they in tr small tribes, yet they were still wired to be in small tribes. So then the second wave comes when we go from being farmers to the industrial age. This is when everybody moved from having their farms into the cities, the factories were built, and we started to build up all the industry. This was another big switch for humanity because all of a sudden here you're running farms and working outside to working on an assembly line or working on this. Moving from the quiet of the farm to the busyness of suburbs and cities. And so again, this was a huge transition. But think about this. That transition started in the late 1800s. So that's when that transition started from farm to industrial. And then the third wave started in the 1960s. The wave we're in today, it was the mid-60s. It wasn't when the internet started. We are moving now in this third wave. We can't stop this wave, people. And it's moving from the industrial to becoming an information society. So humanity is moving again. The thing is, it's fast. We're not taking 200,000 years to develop. We're not taking 10,000 years to develop. We developed even at one couple hundred years. Now it's 50 years, but it's really changing the last 10 years, the last, last two years. The pandemic sped it forward. Yeah, sure. And the challenge that we have is 
people, we still function like we did 200,000 years ago. And if you don't understand that, you can't stop it. You cannot stop the programming of the human being. You cannot stop the hierarchy of the way the brain works. You cannot stop the survival stress response of being human. You cannot stop stress. You cannot stop conflict. This is why the awareness of everything that we're teaching you and we're teaching you at this event is designed for every single person on the planet because if we don't understand this, we are getting exactly what we see in society. The top Three diseases Googled. And that means Google, looking at all Googled, you know, on there are diabetes, because diabetes is now becoming an, a, a, a huge uh, problem, epidemic for the first time. Anxiety and depression. Here we go. Why? Because we're not understanding how to function in today's world. And magnetic desire and wants, what we're talking about, steals your freedom because the advertising agency knows it. Everybody who builds a social platform knows it. Everybody who's trying to start their own business knows it. Oh, yeah, this is what we got to do. We got to get them to buy. We got this desire. We got to do this. We got to do this. We got to do that. Well, you're always being sold. Everywhere you go, you're being sold. If you don't know that, then you don't have freedom. So your thoughts on that, David? Yeah, I think it's a, it's interesting when you say how fast technology, the times and things are moving. It's not stopping, by the way, baby boomer. It's not <laughs> stopping. I'm sorry. It's just they got to understand it. It's never going back. Yeah, no, I, I think that's the thing that I think a lot of people are starting to become aware of and creating a new fear from it is that they thought, that things would be slow and that they can kind of get away with their lifetime without having to learn technology or learn how to use phones or learn how, but then you come to a realization that you almost can't function now without it. And I think that becomes like that new scary thing for everybody, because even if me, you know, the super millennial feels like the technology is moving so fast. I feel out the loop sometimes, you know, I can imagine for somebody who's older, who thought they could get away with, no technology and that that becomes one of those wants that we were talking about then the one of that security of just i know yep. what i know the comfort zone just stay strong in. that cage got destroyed you know the mm -hmm. moment that first cell phone came though when the internet how about the pandemic out, exactly the pandemic so huge business owners that have lasted forever that if you don't change with the times it's called right. sears roebuck macy where are they all yeah. They're all dying because they don't understand you either are going to shift or you're going to be Blockbuster. Mm -hmm. Blockbuster and Netflix is the best way to look at it. it it's not going to stop. And the reason I'm saying this is, is because David said it. We want security. See, we can't get rid of the want of control. Because that's our defendant attack. Because we can't stop stress. It's conflict. You can only master it. Conflict resolution. You can't get rid of the want of security because you have a comfort zone. You have to master it. You have to know these are the restrictions in there. But the other two wants, the want to belong and the want of approval, man, those are magnetic desires that people are programming to control you. And if you can get that awareness, you can find freedom, but you're not going to change what's happening in the world. Humanity is not going to slow down. This is a wave. This is the third wave. How long will this last? I don't know. 
because the next wave might be space. Yeah, it, we it's, don't know. It's it's interesting that the the one security became such a big story that people who thought they could survive created, and there's a very small group of people now I think that still believe that they can do things the old way, and that's creating that belonging and that approval within such a small group. But then you have the overwhelming population moving forward that you feel that you're getting left can't behind. stop you become it. that victim from the past because all you had to do was evolve nobody said you had to become the past you could have became the future but you wanted to keep things the same and that goes for everything we've talked about today is that you need to continue to adjust evolve and overcome because as soon as those stories get blown out the water you either look lost and you stay lost or you can find your way to the next thing and you lose freedom that's it freedom is embracing what is happening i am not tech savvy. I don't pretend to be, but I sure do embrace what is happening. Why? Because it's happening. Yeah. I don't, there's no other reason why it's happening. So I have to embrace it. And I have to learn as I go and I have to ask for help when I need it. I have to just keep embracing it. Yeah. And it's exciting when you embrace it. And I'll talk more about that tomorrow when we talk about the shadow because the shadow comes up and it really tries to knock you off course. And, that, and again, we're talking freedom. Freedom is when you have conscious mind control, when you have will and attention connected, that's freedom. Doesn't mean everything's going to go perfect because it's not. (laughs) Freedom is not, not, oh, it's perfect. No, that's not freedom. That is not freedom. Freedom is being able to go through conflict resolution, control your behavior. That's what it is. Anything else? I think that's it. That's it for today's show. Our mission here is to create a shift in the planet. You can join us on this mission by simply like, share, and subscribe. Links are right below the show. As always, until next time, stay inspired.